Welcome. This is Corinne Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. All right. We are in summer for those of us up in the Northern Hemisphere, winter down below, and definitely in the U.S., things are opening back up this summer, and we have all this angst. We want to connect, right? We're seeing people traveling and getting together and especially after being cooped up. And so the drive is there. So today I want to talk about invitations and the stories that we tell ourselves when people say no or don't follow through with what we think they're supposed to do. So I want to talk about invitations because I get it. We want connection. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with you for wanting connection. We are hardwired for it. And after the 2020 and early 2021, we're more than ready. And now it's about cultivating the connections we really want versus (laughs) what we may be willing to settle for because we may be desperate. So notice when I say cultivating the connections we want, it's the connections we truly want. It's not about doing what I would call Jedi mind tricks with others to get them to do what we think we want. So back in my twenties, I was really good at getting people to do what I want. Well, at least some people. (laughs) I laugh because still to this day, I'm not good at getting my husband to do what I want him to do. So, but I was really good at getting people, you know, to do stuff and go and do things. And I would notice that there was the sensation inside of me that I was ignoring, that I was feeling. And I just ignore it. And I kind of push it down because I was really good at pushing down my emotions and being oblivious to the different feedback I might be getting. Because in the end, I put out an invitation, people said, yes, And then I didn't think it through any further. When I started to notice, I was tense. And especially afterwards, I was really tense. And I was living in this place of scarcity. Like I was like, oh, okay, what else can I do to to make sure that they hang out and we do something? What else can be more fun, right? Because I was in this clingy, desperate, you know, not enough place where that they were going to leave or this was going to end. It was all coming from this not enough And one day I finally realized like, oh, they're doing this out of obligation. And often we do things like think in our own lives, we do things out of obligation because we're like, well, this is what a good friend does. Or maybe our friend doesn't know how to say no, or that they're not willing to say no because they're afraid, quote, it will hurt my feelings. Or maybe I, as the friend with the invitation, I'm not giving them the space for no. And this is where my phrase of it's an invitation, not an obligation was born because I personally hate doing anything out of obligation. And really when I'm talking about obligation, it's those implied obligations or the culturally programmed obligations, you know, the, the implied message of, you know, 
where if you do this, you'll be a good friend, a good family member, a good daughter. Like, ugh, I don't want that to be conditional of for me to be a good friend that I do certain things with you or a good daughter, I have to do certain things. So I started to realize and recognize like, I don't like to do anything out of obligation. And what was I doing to the people that I cared about? having them do things out of obligation to prove to me that I was important. So let's think about this. Let's start with you. Wedding invitations are coming, parties, dinners, holidays. You get these invitations. Do you immediately go to, oh, I must say yes, I have to go. I've been invited. Do you have that FOMO? Like if I don't say yes to this, then I'm going to not get invited further, right? Create that awareness of what are the stories that are going on inside of you? And then start asking yourself, do you want to do it? Or do you dread it? Be honest with yourself. It's okay. And if you're dreading it, what's the cost to you to do it? One of the things that I've learned is when I do something out of obligation, how do I feel afterwards? Am I feeling resentful, frustrated, exhausted, empty? bitter. Those are telltale signs of Corinne. Let's think about this. (laughs) Is this something you really want to be doing? Is your best self showing up to these events too? Now to give you some contrast, I invite you to think about a time when there was an invitation and you were like, a hell yes. And how did you feel afterwards? Were you satisfied? Were you joyful, calm? Did you feel love? Notice the difference. It's time to give ourselves permission to do what we want to do. And now it may not be all of what you want, but what works best for you so you can show up with energy and be delightful versus resentful. I'm a client who has a wedding coming up in September for four days long. And she was like, oh no, you know, it's going to be draining. She wants to attend it, but four days is too much for her introverted self. And she had to give herself permission to take care of herself and what she needs so that she can show up as her best self. And what she needs to do is to go to this wedding as a family member, but go for two days instead of four. What's really important in that action is to really believe in herself that what she wants to do versus what may be the family obligation of what she quote should do. And then this is the under stuff that we all need to work on is for us when we make that decision to be really clear to create the narrative and share a narrative with those whose opinion really matters, right? So share with them of why, what your intentions are, when you'll be there, be really clear that this will allow you to show up and support the wedding. And it's not asking for permission. It's about you providing your story and allowing them to judge things differently, but you being the adult in your life. Because when we can be clear, clear as kind, as Brene Brown says. And when we do this and we're clear, we have to let go of other people's opinions. 
because what we want, the fairy tale is, oh, I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to go to the wedding for two days and I'm going to tell them I'm excited to go and two days is my max. I've got all this other stuff going on or, you know, parties aren't my big thing or they're too draining or however you want to state it. Neither of those are very eloquent, right? But whatever your truth is, and they may judge it and be like, no, but come because they may have a different viewpoint. But this is where we have to let go of other people's opinions and say, thank you so much for the lovely invitation. I will be coming on these two days. I'm really looking forward to it. Only if you are, state it. And I'm excited to connect with you and support you in this part, right? People are always going to have opinions of what you quote should do and shouldn't do. And remember, should is a word that's rooted in judgment. And frankly, it's none of your business. It's not about armoring up. It's realizing that they're going to have their stories and they're going to have their own scripts of how it should look and what you should do in order for them to have, to feel better you know, cause it's their stories that they're telling themselves, Oh, I'm not really loved because they're only coming for two days versus what is everybody's capacity? What do people, you know, how can they partake in this so that they can show up as their best versions of themselves? Think about that. If we had invitations where people were allowed to be themselves and bring the best of themselves, we would have so much more fun probably versus all these obligations that we set forth. Now with the roles being reversed and you're presenting an invitation, first, my invitation for you as we unpack this is to be a compassionate observer with yourself as you unpack your invitations, because we don't want to judge ourselves or shame ourselves or be like, I'm so messed up or I'm so clingy. We want to be able to unpack it to look through it because awareness is what creates the change. When you extend invitations, is there an obligation of you need to do this? Are you testing them to see, do I matter? Do they care about me? They do this for other people. Will they do it for me? Right? That comparison with others. Are you obligating them? Are you subtly making them responsible for you? I can't tell you how often in coaching sessions this week, my clients were telling me about how they were trying to make other people happy. And the cost was that they were very stressed. So when you are extending this invitation, are you making them responsible for your emotional well-being? And if they say no, they're going to then be the cause of your sadness. Or are you making them responsible for whether it's your lack of plans or the people in your life? And it's like, oh, poor me. And so you need to come and do this to fulfill this hole in my own life. Remember, this is not about judging, but start looking at what is tied up with this invitation that you're offering. Is it a true invitation where they can really say yes or no without any ties, without any conditions, or is it something in between? And if they say no, what do you make it mean? A typical story, as we are often great storytellers, is I'm not important enough. They don't really love me. Is that the story that goes in? They do this with other people, right? We get to have a say in the stories of what we make something mean. If we made a generous assumption, what would it be if somebody said no? Maybe if you're having a big old wedding, like, oh, my friend's an introvert. This is a bit much for them. 
and they like small gatherings or, you know, I was invited to a brewery, but I don't like beer and be happy to stay at home and do a board game, (laughs) smaller group of people, right? The more that we can get clear about what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And the more that we can understand that everybody has a difference of what fills them up and what doesn't, instead of making it so personal of, am I personally good enough or not? So when we go into these stories of I'm not important enough, or they don't really love me, the typical action then is to protect ourselves, right? We start to armor up. It can be, I'll find new friends, I'll find new replaceable family members, or I don't care that I don't care is often loaded. It's usually total armor of like, well, screw you. I don't care. I'm going to be defensive. Instead of being defensive or protective and armoring up, what if you're willing to have courageous conversations and be curious to understand what may be underneath their no? Is it they don't like large gatherings? Maybe they don't have the, they don't have the space to be able to go do that in their life or they have other things going on or hear something. And I see this often. They're not used to giving themselves permission to have the space to enjoy their life. They're on that work hard, work hard, work hard, struggle train in doing fun things having fun moments is not something that they give themselves space to. So it's not even about you. So the important thing is when we are extending invitations, when we can let go of the outcome of what others do and allow them the space, we can enjoy our lives so much more. If people come through the door or they join up with you, celebrate that. And if people say no, let them go and trust that there'll be other times or there'll be other people and that's okay. It's really hard. I get it to get that no, that rejection, but that's on us to decide what is the story we want to tell ourselves? What do we want to believe? And even when somebody does clearly tell us why, do you actually believe it? Especially if they're saying, oh, thank you so much. I'm not a big party person, but I'd, you know, love to do something on a smaller scale with you. Do you receive their story or do you make it about you not being good enough? That's the only thing that we have control over. What is the narrative that we tell ourselves? And remember, it's an always an invitation, not an obligation. And when we can live that way, we allow others to be themselves and we get to be ourselves because we want to be ourselves. And it's also important that we give to others what we want, giving others the space to be them. And here's my promise for you. It feels so much better when someone is a hell yes versus doing it out of obligation. All right, my friends, I'm smiling big for you. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. 
Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes, and that will ensure you that you never miss a show. And you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.